Welcome to episode 63 of Bionic. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined as I always am by Matthew P.E. Alexander, Percival Edwardius Alexander. Hello, Percival Edwardius. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm feeling particularly Spanish today, apparently. <laughs> well, it's your name, so there's nothing I can do about that. No. Edwardius. Mm. The Spanish is in the paleness on my face. I've seen you sunburnt. Is that a euphemism? I've seen you with sunburn on your face. That looks like a rising sun. Yeah, because I wore a backwards hat. Because you're a cool kid. And it's cool the 1980s. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1993. <laughs> I'm about to skip school. And uh, I'm in suburban now. America somewhere. Yep. So I have, like, skateboard. a plastic skateboard with the Thrasher style. Well, as armor. I found out in Portland, you're actually a rollerblader. No, I was a skateboarder and BMXer too. I thought that you did rollerblades at a semi-professional level. I did. I, I like see. So you can tell my my understanding. I thought that you did rollerblades. <laughs> was my question to you? And you called it semi-professional level. Mm-hmm. It's what? like I'm sort of like a part-time gymnast. I, um, I, no, I, I was I was I was sponsored first for, uh, like, rollerblading in like the street sort of way. And then skateboarding, and then BMXing, and then also, like, skiing. I'm seeing what results Matthew Alexander rolled. You won't find anything, because it was in, like, the 90s. But I will, if I can find it, wheels. There was a video, and if anyone can find it, I'll be so happy with you. What's it called? There was a movie I was in called Wheels, an inline story or something like that. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> I'm oh, I found it. I totally found it. Wheels, found an inline story. VHS. Uh, music by Hanson is probably the best <laughs> thing on the front cover. It's on like, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but it hasn't got any information. This is such yeah. a shame. I really want a copy of this. I have it in England on VHS. Wheels, an inline story. Music yeah. by Hanson. Put that in the show notes. Wow. God, everyone just knows. Everyone just found out about something that very few people know about in yeah. my modern sort of adult life. So what did you do in the movie? What was your, what was your role? What was your starring role? Skating. It was, it was a story. It was, it was, they tried to have a narrative. I can't believe we're going into this. Um, the story was that this guy who was played by my friend, uh, who was, it, was, it was a bunch of American guys that lived nearby. Uh, they were all sponsored by Scribe and K2. And um, what are you writing in this? I'm just writing some information for later. Okay, that's putting me off. Um, and so they were all sponsored and they always did all this crazy stuff. They were much older than me. And um, they were commissioned to make a film. So they were signed to make the film and they wanted to have like younger people act as like, the younger versions of them. Uh, so they got... <laughs> Uh, myself and like three of my sort of friends that all skated and we had to pretend like we got hit by cars um, and that we all sort of went into comas and then it sort of blurred out <laughs> and went into modern life and then modern life didn't really have much of a story it was just a lot of us uh, skating and inexplicably the younger versions of us were there skating um, in like skate by. parks around England basically the teenaged climb brothers 
Brandon, Nick, and Danny, Wheels. And Inline Story is the first ever aggressive skating video with a true storyline and plot. You'll enjoy the Hanson soundtrack as the modern... <laughs> As the modern drama of a young skater's dream of becoming a professional unfolds. Mm. Yeah, so obviously that's how I won my first Oscar. And, um, I mean, it was an Academy Award for best movie ever made. Um, and, yeah, so obviously that's very relevant to ecosystems. <laughs> Isn't everything? Most things are. It's the Matt ecosystem. Mm. I'm searching. I've never used Google so hard. Don't say that. Um, <laughs> um, how are you, Michael? Let's I'm, move away from this. <laughs> I'm really good. I'm extremely intrigued to find out more about this movie. But oh, Wheels the Inline Story. The other one was called Crown Jewels. Oh, you made another movie. Yeah, <laughs> Crown Jewels. Yeah. Why was it called Crown Jewels? Um, because it had a huge segment of people that were grinding down handrails and then falling on their um, testicles. Rollerblade inline movie? I don't know. I don't even know what to look for anymore. Yeah, I don't know how you'd look that up. It had a red and black front cover. Hmm. Is it all rollerblading? Yeah. This, these ones were made in probably the mid-90s when I was doing rollerblading. And then I got into skateboarding next and then BMXing as I got older. And we, we sort of retained a lot of the relationships with larger companies and then um, also did a lot of skiing stuff. So there you go. Crown Jewels is, is proving harder to find any information. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It was older. It was probably a year prior. Well, I'm really happy that this is out in the world. Um, yeah, me too. We're all here together, learning little bits about um, my internet life insecurities. Um, so you're doing okay? Oh, I'm doing fine. Good. I'm do I'm dandy, as one as one might say. Is it what one would say? Oh, I am one, and that's what I say. Have you had a lovely week? I've had a lovely week. So it's it's only been two days into said week. But so far, it's been nice. I've spent a lot Ooh, of time... Since we and... last spoke, Michael. Oh, yes. Well, that's that's been a full week. It's It's been good. I've played lots of video games during that time. Okay. Uh, Wait, should we, should we do the prompt style follow-up noise right now? Well, you, oh, just, you This just is so it. structured and professional. Okay, so uh, follow-up is you've played lots of video games. I, I'm just finding the noise for you now. It's in here somewhere. It's... That would be too structured. You don't have to find it. Well, it's too late now. You're probably going to play the wrong thing and really yeah, embarrass everyone. I probably everyone. will. It's going to be horrible. Mm. Follow up. There you go. Uh, Complete it's weird robots. because it's you, but it sounds like 1980s you as an announcer in some sort of roller derby related post-apocalyptic dystopian film. That was exactly what we were going for. Mm. So I well, really Stephen does remind me of a mid-1980s action movie slash extreme sports star. Mm-hmm. Can't you see him wearing like a grey t-shirt that's very loose that has no midriff and uh, a neon green jacket, like wing windbreaker tied around his waist and some cut off grey denim trousers. This is getting really involved. And uh, some of those um, 
Nike shoes that you could pump. What pumps. Were they called? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Nike pumps? No. Sure, yeah. Air pump, pump max, pump Jordan. Nike squeezers. No, I don't think they're called that either. So, so Stephen's there in his Nike squeezers. Um, and he's saying things like, I don't know what he'd be saying, but whatever he's saying, it would sound delicious because it was an accent. Dual action ball pump. <laughs> what? That's a, a shoe. Oh, it's an actual pump for balls. Yeah, it's definitely not a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were okay, they called? So what other follow-up do we have? <laughs> we don't have any more follow-up. Um, is that the voice you did when you recorded? No, I just said follow-up, and then he put some effects on it. And, it and then came he out. cropped the soundtrack out of the movie Tron mm-hmm. uh, and um, sped up the entire thing and condensed it into like one second, and that's what plays behind you. Mm. And um, do, do we have any other follow-up? FU, as they call it? Isn't that what they call it? <laughs> that is, that this is 5x5 five five Broadcasting LLC, Michael. We have to get our lingo right. Okay, yes. FU... Um, we don't we we don't have any we actually didn't have any um and all of our fu has is basically just new new information really torn away like trousers in the breeze well you actually have some tearaway trousers follow up do i mhm that you told me over the weekend something that you experienced oh yeah so this weekend i took a bit of a a, a personal health day and didn't work over the weekend personal health day Mm. So basically, I was nude on my sofa for like 24 hours. And um, I decided to watch some old Bond films. And because you're I'm British. watching them in chronological order with Obviously. Emily. And we're up to the Roger Moore years now. So we watched Live and Let Die, which is the first uh, Roger Moore one. And you get about three quarters of the way through the film. And he, it's when he's, if you remember, if anyone wants to picture this. Um, we'll have Stephen Hackett reenact this in his 80s mm-hmm. garb. Um, but he's on a hand glider, and he sort of he glides onto this island where Mr. Big and uh, Kananga are. Gosh, you, you can be Mr. Big, and I'll be Kananga. Well, they turn out to be the same person. But, you spoilers, know. spoilers, retroactive spoilers. Um, and um, so he glides onto the island... And he kicks a henchman off a cliff. And who knows why the henchman's on a cliff in the first place. And who knows where he's gliding in from in the first place. But he's doing it. And he's Roger Moore. And so he looked great doing it. Oh, obviously. And um, by the way, for anyone that's looking for an after-school activity, if you ever get inebriated and go to the official Roger Moore website, it's probably the funniest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Off I go. Seven years ago. Um, So anyway... He lands on the island having sort of knocked this guy to hundreds of feet of falling death and lands and he's sort of standing there in this sort of, <laughs> in this sort of jumpsuit and he Moore just website. very casually walks towards the camera and tears away his trousers yep. to reveal that he's wearing a suit beneath it and it's probably the best moment of my entire life. So I want to put out a challenge. And the winner of this challenge will receive some award, <laughs> an official Bionic award of some description. We I don't really, know if I'd want to be awarded by us. Pe- people do, trust me. We we want a GIF 
of said trouser removal. Um, if if you can do it in video format with some 1980s music and Stephen Hackett's face overlaid across Roger Moore, I don't. We don't need that much. All we need. No, but I will provide you with extra incentive. Okay. Well, Namely, I will send out the entire video I have of Mike doing his karaoke in San Francisco, which is yet to be released to the world. Okay, so we now have two tiers here. Tier one, if you can provide. If we're going to kickstart this. Tier one. <laughs> Basic backing. <laughs> Early bird special. If you, <laughs> if you, you get a postcard, and <laughs> this is for the supporters. Supporters tier. <laughs> Uh, the supporters tier. You know, you just say, "I want the gift to be made." Hashtag Bionic. And right? we give you an email certificate with a picture. Yep. Of the gift after it's been made. Yep, we can do that. We. The, all you need to do is. <laughs> Do that, and then we will collect your email addresses. This is a lot of work. I hope somebody's writing this down. So, early bird backing for this very, very special um, audio starter. Uh, early bird backing. If you tweet, I want the gi- I want the gift to be made. Hashtag Bionic and put a link. No, that's to this way episode. too much. What do you want then? All right. Hashtag make gif and then link to the episode. <laughs> Gif all over my face. <laughs> don't want that. Hashtag bionic. No, don't want that. I don't want to. I don't really necessarily want to. Or show. Jeff <laughs> all over my face. Okay, Hashtag no. Bionic. Again, we're not going to do that either. So the official early bird backing where you will receive an email, which obviously you don't have to provide your email address. That's up to you how you want to do that. With uh, the gif in all its glory, you just tweet, I don't know, hashtag Roger gif and then. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Hashtag Roger Giff and then link to the episode, which is or five. Roger. <laughs> Roger Moore. <laughs> That's it. Hashtag R O G R O G I F M O O R E. Okay. Yes. I hope that people are waiting. <laughs> Okay, hashtag Roger F. Moore. Technically, it should be Sir Roger F. Moore. I, we don't need to. If you want to put the Sir, that's up to you. But if look. you're feeling, if you're feeling polite, fancy, we need to standardise this though. So I'm going to okay. say Roger F. Moore. R O G I F M O O R E. Okay, so it's real. This is happening right now. That's the uh, that's that's the hashtag, and you want to link to the episode, which is five by five dot tv slash bionic slash sixty three. Yeah. If you do that, you will be uh, in the early bird special. We'll collect those tweets up, I guess, and then we'll contact you. And if you have any questions, you can just email anil at thinkup.com. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I guess I guess what we could do, if instead of emailing people, I mean, I'm going to assume that anybody that actually tweets that probably follows at least one of us, so we could just DM them something. We'll DM yeah, them. DMing's all like democratized now. We will DM. Yeah, we'll DM. We'll talk about that later too. We've got so much stuff. God, sorry. So we much have stuff, and we so we still haven't even ironed out the details of our audio stuff. When, when we finish this specific segment of few, okay, which is fu said mm-hmm. more Europeanly, um, we'll get to that. Okay, so the, we will DM so once you. Okay, so like, once we've established, so what are we calling this volcano starter? Well, it was audio starter, but that works too. Maybe this is what Volcano is. It's just 
these sorts of projects. We still we still need to iron out the tiers though. So let's get this done. Okay, so, so tier one. Tier is, one, you just you support. Just, you just you're very keen for a gift of Roger Moore tearing away his trousers. So you and support it. Something to do with Stephen Hackett's face. You support it with your tweet, with yes. R- Roger Moore hashtag, and link <laughs> linking to the episode. And then you will receive a commemorative version of the tweet, which will be uh, individually stamped and numbered for authenticity when um, it's created. But Everybody can tweet that, but somebody has to, has to actually make it. So <laughs> the first person that can return to us a GIF of... Can you at least, I don't know, provide a timestamp of when it occurs? No, no, it's oh? impossible. Okay, so that's impossible to do, apparently. So it's the moment when he tears away his trousers after he's just, hand gliding. He's just hand glid, or hand glided. Hand glowed, hand, I think. Hand, hand surfed onto the island. Okay. He's just he's just kicked a man off a cliff. Ah! Yeah, as well acted by Michael. Uh huh. God, if we should reenact this with the entire yep. cast of Wheels, um, <laughs> it's the exact same film, but everyone's inexplicably wearing rollerblades. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kicking would be very difficult. God, Steven's soundtrack would work fantastically well with it too. So okay, so we hang and everyone's wearing tearaway trousers. Yeah, and uh, yeah, when everyone dies, <laughs> rather than just falling to the ground, they tear away their trousers, then fall to the ground. So and you... on the inside of the trousers, they're red. <laughs> oh so it's God. like more of like a visual of like blood and dying. We need to we need to finish this. Okay. I, I'm just looking at the Roger Moore website to cycle I just around. Think, I just around. had a, a whole idea of a vertical we could explore for like really utilitous tearaway trousers. Like if you're in the army mm-hmm. and you need a white flag. Mm-hmm. Why tear away your T-shirt when you can have a tear-away layer of trousers mm-hmm. that are white on the inside? That's good. God. Anyway. <laughs> put, put that in your put, simple editorial Evernote. Put a pin thing. in it. Put a pin, pin board cushion um, mm. in that. And So then, the first person that returns the GIF will receive a special prize. Uh, Matthew, we need to work out what the prize will be. There will be a prize, though. Should we give something real? Yes. To actually incentivize yeah. this. A real prize. What can it be? Come on. We can we give can them do this. early access to need. That's one thing. So you get early access to Matt's startup. That's one. Let's give them something else. I want I want to send someone something. Are you saying my website's no good? I'm not saying that, Matthew, but people don't even know what it is. Um <laughs> it could we'll be send, oh, I know what we can send them. What can we oh, send wait, them? does it have to be physical? No. If you've got I was a great idea. Say we could send them lots of selfies. By the way, as a segue, not the word, just as an aside, not a segue, <laughs> yeah, we're not leaving this bar. conversation. Um, to the people that have been sending me selfies. <laughs> I'm getting lots Snapchat. of those too. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you been, have you really? Yeah. Same guy? Uh, different guy. That guy doesn't, doesn't selfie me. Okay. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of bionic related selfies mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's super thoughtful um, and not even remotely creepy. Um. So uh, I don't really know where I'm going with return this. From the Maybe sidebar. just to alert the world to the fact that like, if I happen to go missing soon, that it may be Snapchat related. So if you are able to create the GIF that we need, you will receive early access to Matt's undescribable startup, the real one, not the, not the ultra-real Volcano one. You will also receive a selfie uh, from a bionic host of your choosing. Let's <laughs> make this into a competition. Clothes optional. Clothes optional, of course. <laughs> uh, and 
what else? One more thing. We've really got to ramp oh, yeah. up. We need to make this a magic trifecta. Incentivization here. Um, I want to. I really want to send someone something. Although most likely it'll end up being you doing it because they're going to live in America. But not necessarily. We have lots of foreign listeners. Yeah. If it's basically if you live. From the UK round to America, it will come from me. If you live in America, it will come from Matt. Um, I'll be screwed if someone from, like, Taiwan sends it in. Yeah. What can we What can we give them? I could cover myself in ink and make an entire body imprint on lots of pieces of paper. <laughs> sure, that's possible. Um, I don't know. I could write like a handwritten note. That's the postcard. It's very Kickstarter. Yep. No, that that was a that was original tier one, but that changed into commemorative GIF. I don't know. We'll get to this. I feel like I tell you what. You will receive a physical gift of some description, but we yeah. have not to be named at a, a date further in the future. Maybe we can work together to come up with a physical gift. Who knows? Like if you're a comic fan, we'll send you a comic book that you like or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be personal, personalized, personalized. gifting. Yeah, gifting. Gifting. Personalized gifting is is the name Raw of the gifting. game. Yeah. Um, so, I feel I, I want to just run over it one more time. This is extremely important to us. That's what she said. Um, if you want to support the project, hashtag Rogif Moore yeah. <laughs> with the link to 5x5.tv slash bionic slash 63 tearawaytrousers.com slash 63 or tearawaytrousers.com slash 63 nobody's going to do this and if you if you create the gif you will receive early access to Matt's startup which we can't talk about could be something about pigeons could be you know who knows mostly about that though mostly <laughs> mostly about pigeons mostly pigeons pigeons with nice scarves uh, <laughs> a, a selfie from your favorite bionic host clothes mm. optional and a physical gift that we will work with you to uh, assign and mail sometime and then of course the we'll end. talk about you next week and of, oh, of course you'll be spoken about on every show in perpetuity no well, don't say that uh, every show that happens next week say or the like week after because like if if like Stephen Hackett wins yeah, he just happens to have a copy of "Live and Let Die" on his desk, right? Live and let die. Right. Um, if he just happens to have one on his desk right now, and he gets in, we talk about Stephen Hackett most weeks, but it could get a little forced. Like we'd have to, like at the very beginning of the episode, be like, "Hi, welcome to episode sixty of uh, Bionic." Thank you Stephen to listener Hackett. Stephen Hackett. And anyway, for providing what, us oh, with do Roger we have more. Hmm. So I feel like. We should probably get to some of the topics. I feel okay, like yeah. that is set well, in stone. Do we need to write I, this I up? A, I have a few to give. Do we need to write this up anywhere? I don't have time. Do you have time? I mean, I can find the time somewhere. Give it to your assistant. I don't. Susan. Know. <laughs> Susan, write the results thing. Not results. <laughs> <laughs> Kickstarter thing. Do it. No wonder she's such an appalling secretary. <laughs> I just give her <laughs> abstract and incorrect commands. <laughs> give us the results. What? Oh. He's <laughs> a shambles. <laughs> um. Susan, you've done it wrong again. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, 
Uh, I have a few. Um, a few. Um, but before we do that. What? No, it's just really quick. Bef- Don't cut me off. Are these topics? No, it's not a topic. You have more follow-up. Yes. Well, we didn't actually get to any follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were drifting. Uh-huh. Um, I was on Back to Work last week. Da, 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 da. That's what the little thing was at the start of the episode. That was me doing the Back to Work song and then well, us singing. Thing at the start of the episode. It was... I will say this now, and I'm going to say this in, in secret, so don't tell anybody, Matthew, but that was my favourite episode of Back to Work. Oh, you're very nice. You're only saying that because we have a passionate love affair. Yeah, because basically my the two people that I love most in the world spoke to each other for an hour and 24 minutes. Um, you just made angry like so many people on the internet. Well, I love many people. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. So um, if you didn't hear that or somehow you don't subscribe to Back to Work, um, you should check it out. It's episode 140. So 5x5.tv slash b2w slash 140. If you're one of the people I just made upset, understand that I, I love you most. Yeah. He's composing a montage of gestures of love to 80s music in a t-shirt with no midriff. For you I want to know what love is. That's the next Kickstarter. Want you to show me? Um, yeah. I've never heard a podcast where people sing before. We do that a lot now. Mainly you. Mainly me. I like to sing. I can't sing. I'm tone deaf. I'm not saying I can sing. I'm tone deaf like Henry Blodgett. I just like to sing. Um, okay, so let's go to the thing, the structure. We've ended our few. You ended said you had a few model. things, a few fuews. And you no, no, that one. was it. No, I said few as in like F-U with like the umlaut. So the last it. 25 minutes of us getting to follow up was just so you could say you were on back to work. Well, yeah, and to also poke fun of you guys saying follow up at the beginning of every episode. It's not at the beginning, actually. It tends to be a few minutes in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry, teenage Matt. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sound of me caring that I was wrong about that. Um, uh. No, but back to what was a lot of fun last week. So thank you very much to Madam for allowing me on to his venerable institution of podcasting. It was a lot of fun. And um, we had lots of fun. We talked a lot about Bionic. But there hasn't been a a new episode yet, so maybe you've killed the show. Yeah, possibly. Um, For which, I'm sorry, in advance. It's already Uh, We'll we'll come up with another Kickstarter to bring that back. Save back to work. So many postcards. Hashtag save BTW. Um... Yeah, well, okay, no, we can't go into that rabbit hole right now. Well, I want to, but we can't. So I want to take a quick moment to thank our fine friends over at HostGator, Matthew. Ooh. This is is HostGator. Oh, I tell you what, a lot of people might be looking at hosting providers right now. HostGator.com is a premier web hosting provider. If you're looking to start a website, HostGator can help you get started with monthly hosting plans, one-click installs, and tons of other features that make getting your site up and running easy. If you're a more advanced user or a business, HostGator can take care of you with reseller plans, VPS, and dedicated servers. HostGator guarantees 99.9% uptime no matter what your size or needs. 
When you host with HostGator, you're going to get unlimited disk space and bandwidth. If you're a WordPress user, like I know a lot of you are, you're going to love their one-click installs and optimized hosting platform. They even have a free site builder tools that are super easy to use, but if you find yourself needing any help, they have 24-7 support to ensure everything is running smoothly. 24-7 support, I think that's really important these days. And I really like it when I see our sponsors doing that. I think that's awesome. So head on over to HostGator.com to learn more. And when you decide to purchase, don't forget to use the coupon code Bionic10. That's going to get you 30% off at HostGator.com. Now, guys, I'm not going to name any names here. But I know a lot of you are in hosting nomad land right now. I can give you 30% off a hosting plan. Go to HostGator.com, sign up, try them out, 24-7 support. Awesome. 99.9% uptime. What more do you need, Matthew? Nothing. Thanks, man. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I don't need anything. No, you don't need anything, do you? HostGator.com. No. <laughs> 30% off if you use the code Bionic10. Perfect time to sign up. Host, HostGator. Hosting. With Hosting. Alligator. Imagine how safe your website will be if it's guarded by an alligator. Are you singing Live and Let Die? Wasn't there alligators in Live and Let Die? Yeah. Um, All ties in. Yeah, because there's the guy with the hook hand um, who's always smiling for some reason. But yeah, that's the one where uh, Rogef runs across a string of alligators. You could say Live and Let Live. They could have been crocodiles because I'm very vague on the difference. Don't think it matters, really. No. This ever-changing world. I love that song so much. Topics. What do you want to talk about? Um. So let's let me pick one because you're just yeah. So we mentioned about DMing. So it's come out in the. I mean, I've seen people reporting it today, but our friend and listener to the show, Mr. Rob Lewis, I saw him tweet about this like two weeks ago. Maybe yeah, it was, it was announced a while ago. Um, but now you can set Twitter to allow direct messenger messengers, direct messengers, to arrive at your house with pieces of paper that show your tweets on them. Let me try that again. You can okay. now set Twitter to allow for direct messages that you receive to come from. What is wrong with me? Can come from anybody, basically. So. You don't have to be. Doesn't have to be. You don't have to be following each other. Reciprocated following is the term I'm going to use. Mm. Um, follower intercourse. So if I unfollow consensual follower intercourse. If, if, if I select yes, receive direct messages from any follower, and then I unfollow Matthew, he will still be able to DM me mm. if he wants to. I always want to. So I don't really know what the, the benefit is to this. I do. Um. Imagine you're a reporter or something like that. No, but so that's not why Twitter's say, here's, doing Here's it. a good little situation for you. That is a benefit, but it's not the reason. Well, what's the reason? I don't know. But the reason is that um, often you follow people that you're interested in, and you don't necessarily follow everyone, but people often want to get in touch with you just as they want to email you or whatever. So typically on your Twitter profile, if you're not following, you're not going to follow everyone that's going to want to get in touch with you, particularly if you're a journalist or you're in business or whatever it may be. But you still want people to be able to reach out to you in a digestible, 
and brief format that's not necessarily your email inbox. So you can switch it on so that anyone can reach out to you. So for argument's sake, you try to bring on someone to command space and rather than tweeting at them or emailing them, you decide that you might like to DM them, but they don't necessarily follow you. Yeah, it might I'd be like nice that. if you could send them a DM. I would like or that equally, a lot, For me, um, if I'm trying to get a hold of someone in the press that I haven't necessarily met before that um, I'm hoping might sort of talk a little bit about need or have a look at it or whatever it may big be. Pigeon verticals. Right, uh, pigeon scarves. Um, there's a big, big, big need for warming pigeon necks in our world right now, Michael. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're aware. It's my philanthropy. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it'd be, it'd be great if I could have the ability to reach out to them. So I think there's actually a lot of validity and value to it. I, I, there's a lot of people up in arms about it. And I think there's, there's obvious scenarios in which it will be abused. So, like, if you can suddenly DM a celebrity or someone with a huge amount of followers or someone that has no tangential relevance or strategic importance for you to actually be speaking to. Like, there's no due course for you to be reaching out to Justin Bieber to ask him to be on Command Space. And that's, that's where that show's going. I always like to reach out to Justin Bieber. <laughs> reach around. I, I was cool. just about to say that. Um, sometimes around. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so I think that there's problems there, but I think... The thing is, though, most of the people that I would want to DM in that capacity will probably have this feature turned off. I don't know. I, I, I've noticed a lot of um, reporters and people of that nature today have been switching it on. Mm. Um, people like Mike Isaac at All Things D. Um, at Panza. Who does a huge amount of what? Matthew Panza. Yeah, and all those sort of guys. They've switched it on um, as a way to stay in touch with people. And I think... I think that's really useful for some people because like in some situations, you know, reporters are too busy for you to bother them. Like dear Mike or Matt, here's, you know, 200 words about my company. Here's our pitch deck. Here's what our app's going to look like. Here's all this sort of stuff. Please, will you cover me when it would be much easier if you could reach out to someone that's the relevant a source of contact for your particular area of business at a certain publication and just say to them, hey, I'm quite interested in reaching out to you um, and chatting about my upcoming startup. Uh, I don't know if it's of interest, but um, I'd love to send you an email. Could you share your email address with me? Sounds like a good good plan if that's the aim of the game. I mean, I understand why they do it on app.net because there are whole messaging clients built around it. So, you know, that makes more sense to me. If Twitter made, like, Twitter messaging... I would understand it a bit more. Well, they've been improving DMs, though, to the point now that if you open a DM on... Uh, like, if you use all official Twitter apps and their web interface and yeah, they're finally their official them. app, it, it syncs all your red marks uh, through everything. Does, do, do the official Twitter apps sync red position yet? I don't think so. That's just disgraceful. You're disgraceful. Did you see recently that... Um, Who are you to say that? Did you see recently that Twitter has released a Android tablet app no. They've released a tablet optimized version of the official Twitter app. It's not just the same as the iPad one. Uh, they've actually made some. Yeah, it's it's kind of similar to that. However, it's a fish only. Uh, it's five days ago. It's exclusive to Samsung tablets only. Oh, it does look quite nice actually. Mm -hmm. But they've made it a Samsung exclusive, so you can't use it in your Nexus. Can you not though? That's what it says. 
Um, so oh, anyway, Twitter has clarified an update. Update. That was a yeah. news ticker. Twitter yeah. has clarified that other Android uh, tablets will get the app by the end of the year. So it's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, update down the wire. Uh, right. So anyway, um, HTC I, One I Max. Hey, I'm moving on. Okay. I'm moving you on. The HTC One Max. Have you seen this? Um, I have. It looks really embarrassing. It's not a uh, not not looking good again. The the phone itself doesn't look awful. It's huge though. It's so big. Mm. So she said 5.9 inches. Mm. It's not that big. <laughs> Some would say that 5.9 inches is perfectly adequate, Matthew. It's just right. Just right. So, some would say that anything more than that would just be too much. It's not about inadequacy, Michael. Never is. No. Um, the worst part about all of this is the fingerprint scanner. Yeah, which is on the back. It's like a tacked-on thing. And I love I love from uh, sort of paraphrasing from the Verge review, which I'll put in the show notes, that basically the problem is that you need to swipe vertically to do this. So if you imagine holding the phone in one hand and then you have to swipe your index finger vertically down it, so you kind of have to like rest the phone in your hand and like caress the fingerprint scanner. And also it's directly underneath the camera sensor. Can you imagine being on a bus and just watching a guy steadily like finger his phone? You'd just be smearing your food all over the camera lens all of Which the time. Which food are you covered in? I'm always covered in food. Uh, like chocolate sauce and stuff. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, I eat waffles. Yeah, no, it's it's just waffles. And like it's in, when I'm else. in Belgium. No. <laughs> when I'm in Belgium. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh yeah. Nobody Belgium. covers. Filthy. Nobody covered covers. In chocolate. Nobody covers tech news like us. Mm. No one. Mm. Who thinks about the Belgian vertical when discussing the HTC One Max? Only us. Belgians mm, are going to have a horrible time with this phone. Some sometimes yeah. Belgians. Yeah, I hope it doesn't even go on sale there because it'd be. I mean, yeah. Belgium is very much a hub of a lot of modern European politics. Yeah, very we don't really want them trying to run their phones with this. I really like the images, like the um, comparison images of size between the two. Like, it just looks ludicrous. 5.9 inches is too big. Like, it's too much. What's the Galaxy Note? That goes up to, like, that size now, too, doesn't it? It just doesn't go to, like, 6.5. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. But I think it's. I think that this one looks more absurd because there is a smaller version of it. I think it says a lot that you grade these phones on their absurdity yeah, rather than... The absurd um, scale. Yeah. I would like to try one, right? Just to be like, let me. I I would actually quite like to try a phone, a phablet, as you would say. The, the Galaxy Note three is five point seven inches, so okay. it's smaller. So this is even bigger. Wow! I want to try it. I do. But, like, I just yeah. want to see how ridiculous it is. I think four point seven is the sweet spot. Yes, yeah, so do I. That's, that's where the HTC One is. Mm-hmm. And all those guys. I'm happy with that. Four point seven. Four point seven is a good size. Perfectly adequate. Mm-hmm. Totally average. It's not about the size, it's about the... Um, Girth. No, 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 no. I'm trying to think of something. It's not about the size, it's about the gleam of the screen. You know, mm. I, I was trying to reformat the motion of the it's ocean. It's about the chamfered edges. You need, you need a rhyme, though. You know, um, it's not about the 
something. It's about the motion in the ocean. I can't remember what that is now. What? Never mind. Never anyway, mind. so the HTC One Max um, appears to be... At this point, HTC doesn't really seem to have a good... It, it seems to be sort of lost. My concern was that they released the HTC One at a very poorly... at a, a very poor time. Uh, strategically, it's it's in terms of its life cycle and in terms of um, buying habits, releasing a phone in the early half of the year when you know that the vast majority of your competitors make their serious pushes towards the end of the year, you know, I can see how that would be perceived as you trying to make a jump on everyone. But all that ends up happening is by the time the competition releases their products, they're far more advanced. They leave yours in the dust and you take another six months to catch up to the that generation. And it just looks bad. And trying to counter their products with something like this, you know, in light of the Nexus 5 is uh, presumably any about to be announced any time now. Um, people are sort of joking around. I've seen that it could be announced as soon as uh, the day before or after Apple's upcoming iPhone event, iPad event, sorry, which is uh, a week from today on November 22nd, October 22nd, sorry. Um, and um, it's, it's just, it... it smacks of extremely poor reasoning and desperation. And, you know, I think anyone that remembers um, us talking about and covering the launch of the HTC One several months ago, uh, we were genuinely excited about it. And it's a really great phone. I remain confident and um, in that opinion that it was a great device. But it's now outdated in terms of technology um, and it seems under-supported. And I just, I wouldn't, in my right mind, feel comfortable with um, recommending it to someone for purchase. Um, and I think that says a lot. And the HTC One Max does absolutely nothing to rectify any of that. So I'm it's just sure a mess. That I remember HTC saying that the One was the phone, like that was their flagship phone. That was the phone that they were focusing on. Yeah, well, which is got, why they called it the One. But now they've got two offshoots of it. It just seems, yeah. you know, can't counter that notion. Yeah, and now we're starting to see hints, more and more hints of Android 4.4 KitKat, um, which is, break. the news came out yesterday that it was going to allow for um, you setting a different default SMS application on your Android phone, which is a lot like Facebook Home that you pointed out. Yeah, Facebook um, Home was obviously jerry-rigging, what a great word, um, their way into that system. It obviously wasn't an officially supported call that they were doing because when you've installed Facebook Home it takes over the messages app and shows you your Facebook messages right so text this messages is like one. deeply ingrained functionality into the OS that will allow you to use something like you know WhatsApp or whatever else is your primary text messaging application uh, and the good Android. thing the good thing about this is what it's suggesting is that um, the SMS app will be removed and it will be replaced with Hangouts as right. the, the only which is what we had sort of when they relaunched Hangouts over the summer. Which was that was our question though, was that it seemed like a big mistake for them to revamp Hangouts but not to include traditional text messaging with it. Well there was because so, that so would, much miss. That would create um, a complete and very viable competitor for iMessage that could potentially be more stable. Well, yeah, it could I believe that Google could provide a more stable um system well that's what hangouts is though but the problem is the tools for which you can access hangouts are terrible that's see, that's the difference apple can right. do one side google does the other but wouldn't it be great if um if your phone was associated with a hangouts id so your gmail account yep 
um, and you received a text and it appeared on all your web browsing windows that are released to Google. Oh, I'd love you, that. you can appear on a different phone and things like that. So I just could log into Chrome and just it will pop up in a nice way because the Chrome thing for Hangouts at the moment is also abysmal. Like, right. It's just not um, good. It's such a shame because it's one of those things where it's like that could have just been perfect. But Well, I mean, for all of this though, and I'm going to get all of complaints for this, but I would still go as far as to say it's better executed than messages and iMessage on the Mac. Um, uh, iMess- iMessage not- looks great on iOS 7 on the iPad and iPhone, and it works for the most part acceptably well, but there's a lot of quirks and there's a lot of issues that arise when using it in, on the, a day-to-day the basis. The Messages app on both, if you ignore the service, the apps are so much better than the Hangout apps. Uh, see, I'm on um, I'm on Mavericks right now. Mavericks and uh, Mavericks. messages seems to actually be working quite well. The search functionality, you know, praise some sort of deity. Jobs uh, actually seems to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm just saying that I think you know iMessage was such an amazing piece of functionality for iOS five, and it really hasn't gone too much further from that. You know. Um, it works. It works well, and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like it's time for Google to really enter that space. Hangouts is going to be the vessel for it, obviously. Um, but if they can come up with something compelling that makes text messaging and all of that into something fairly agnostic in terms of platform and in terms of uh, where you're looking at this stuff, um, that would be really, really compelling, and I'd be really excited about it. Let's take a break. Um, on the other side, Matthew, I want to talk about uh, the Nike Fuel Band. Yes. So let's take a quick moment to thank the other fine sponsor that we have for today's episode, who are, of course, Matthew, the beautiful people over at Squarespace, who provide you with the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO10. Magical offer code, TALLYHO10. Let me tell you what I love about Squarespace. Um, I love their page-building system. Um, layout engine they call it I love that I can just drag and drop elements onto any page that I create in Squarespace so when I set up a site I create my home page and it's very easy for me to drag and drop in an image of myself and I can drag and drop in a Twitter function to show all my tweets at the bottom and I can drag in a text block and write a bit about who Mike Hurley is and you can see that over at MikeHurley.net that's what I created I created it on Squarespace and that was how I made the page but before I did all of that I had the ability to choose one of their beautiful templates they have over 20 award-winning professionally designed templates they have a bunch of style options that you can tweak to make your own site unique and they have sites like templates for all sorts of people whether you're creating a blog or a portfolio a business site they have um, f- not just for business they have their commerce stuff as well so you can sell things in Squarespace but they also try and cater to and they do it very well to restaurants and they're looking at musicians as well and they have different sort of templates and, and features that really fit well for those types of people as well so if you're creating maybe you've got a band and you want a site squarespace are going to be the right place for you you can go to their blog and you can find out more about that which is really really awesome they have 24 7 customer support i said earlier how much i love that and i think that's awesome squarespace have over 70 dedicated employees for customer support based in new york city I think that you're going to love Squarespace. I think that they should be the next place that you create a site on or move your current site to. Their plans start at just $8 a month and they include a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Every site includes a fantastic mobile experience with responsive web design too. 
So you can start with a free trial now so you can get a feel for how Squarespace will be perfect for you to start building your new website on. And when you decide to purchase, make sure you use the offer code TALLYHO10, that's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-10, to get 10% off and show your support for Bionic and all of 5x5. Thanks so much to Squarespace for sponsoring and for giving you everything that you need to create an exceptional website. Tell me about the Fuel Band. They updated it, but did or managed to do just about absolutely nothing to modernize it significantly. Excellent. Um, well done, Mikey. What? Yeah. So they've come out in um, multiple different colors. Woo! It's still ostensibly the same size. But it's just got uh, accents, though, right? Like, right. the main color is inside, which is really weird. So where they put the most color of this device is in the part that you won't see when you're wearing it. Well, you will see hints of it. Barely. Um, the big addition, though, is that it has Bluetooth 4.0, um, which will allow it to sort of passively provide information. And it's going to have better battery life as well. Yeah, to provide more data and things like that. Um, it can, rem- it, you know, it, it does, it's just exactly the same as before. It doesn't do anything for sleep. Uh, it doesn't work with Android. Um and uh, it's still fairly expensive for what it does. Um, all of this, to me, I, you know, there's been a lot of rumors out there that um, Nike executives and everything have been poached to join Apple to help them build whatever they're building in this sort of space. And we've seen hints of it in the M7 chip and the iPhone 5S. And we saw on stage the Nike Plus Moves app, which yep. has yet to be released, bafflingly. I think that it's going to debut alongside the new Fuel Band, which is November 6th. Right. So, my guess, sorry, my guess would be that um, I think they've resigned themselves to the fact that this is a bit of a difficult um, area of business to go into. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know, you've got big players like, you know, Google added in functionality that is conducive to doing things just like the M7 over the summer into Android at the OS level. Um, and Apple now has the M7, and there's very obvious um, ruminations leading towards people building the sort of functionality you gain from a Jawbone app, a Fitbit Force, and a Nike Fuel Band into phones and things of that nature. And I think they are probably... If they're smart, they wouldn't be reinvesting a giant number of their uh, operating capital into something that they will likely be overtaken in. Um, that's not their dedicated business model. Um, I say that, though, and I've just realized at the same time that Nike has a partnership with Techstars, the uh, investment firm and, in, and uh, uh, incubator that uh, is designed for building interesting software around Nike fuel their API. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I just I think my 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 initial guess, and I suppose I'll stand by this, is that they recognize that the physical hardware that is the Nike fuel band is life limited. And that um the API behind it and the software that goes yeah. into all that sort of stuff that engages all of this stuff and can make intelligent analysis of your daily activity. I think that's where the value is. I think it probably I mean, I have no idea, but I can assume that it might have taken them more time and money to develop the move stuff and the points and the system that that is than to actually create the hardware. 
I disagree because um, okay. David Smith well, released you, his pedometer. Yeah, but it's I different though. Like that, a pedometer right. is a pedometer is a pedometer. Like it's. Well, that's exactly what the Nike Fuel Band and all of those apps do. They're just fancy pedometers and altimeters. Yeah, but Apple provides the pedometer data. You don't actually need to do any software coding to work out what steps are. Right, but that's what the Nike Moves app is going to do. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So I reckon it it took it was harder for them. Took more time for them to create moves and the API. Like to, so, basically turning well, the what API is a movement into a move point into a move point. Okay, I feel like we 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 talking about something. Well, they created fuel, which is sort of a proprietary. That's what I meant. I meant fuel. Activity. I meant fuel. Right. Okay. That's yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Sorry. Yeah. Because um, Nike Fuel, yeah, it's it's a proprietary measurement. It's like being able to count a calorie or something like yeah, that. It doesn't it doesn't comprise all the information about your daily life, but it gives you a, a general conception. Like if anyone focuses only on calories, they have half the picture, if not less. Mm -hmm. And Fuel provides something similar. Um, and building that, you know, really to the point of the show, they've built an ecosystem around Ooh, activity and fitness. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I think. They've been intelligent, and it's much like my friend and um, partner, Reed Hastings. Life partner. Dream partner. Dream partner. Um, Top of the list. He is very famous for having... Um, Netflix was about to release their own set-top box several years ago, and he nixed the program because he said that if they did that, they'd alienate a lot of potential partners, and their goal at the time was just growth. They wanted to be on every sort of display possible, and if they built their own device, they'd alienate people. And I think Nike, in terms of not putting a huge amount of work into redeveloping an amazing new fuel band, um, they've probably focused a lot more on the technology behind it and the granularity of the data they can provide and the accuracy of it, um, which is a lot more valuable in the long run. And it's the sort of thing that could inform and partner with Apple and Google and companies like that that are trying to break into the space in a different way. So I think it's a smarter long-term move, although it's disappointing because I was hoping to buy one of these bands soon and I had been waiting for Nike, but it's kind of underwhelming. Yeah, I'm now waiting for Apple. <laughs> I, I, don't, I feel like it would be potentially a bad move to do it right now. I think that the writing is on the wall and that Apple is moving into this space. The M7 proves that, I think. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm hesitant to go down that route and think that maybe in the interim I should maybe check out some of these apps that that are being released. I've seen a couple. Um, I've got a couple installed actually. One called Strava Run, but that's more of a running application. Yeah, I have that too, but it works with the M7. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking like then I've obviously you've got Pedometer Plus Plus from from our good friend underscore David Smith, and there's an app called Argus, which does a lot more of like the whole like. I'm going to say this word, holistic um, sort of planning for your health and stuff. So you put in like um, when you drink water, when you drink coffee, what food you're eating, that sort of stuff. It's got all of that sure. in it as well. Um, so I'm looking at some of that stuff and like not massively seriously, although I want to be looking at it seriously uh, and just taking a look there. But I really think that I, I want something to track. I know Merlin like for listening to back to work recently is, is really loving the Fitbit, which is making me think, you know, I want to do something like that, but I don't want to spend the money on a device that could potentially be destroyed by Apple within the next couple of months or something. Yeah. I mean, they're cheap to the point that like, even if you can use them for six months, 
the yeah. value is there. That's a good point. I, 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 I'm starting to think that they probably won't do anything like this this year. Though. Apple's definitely not going to do anything like that this year. Which I is weird, very because I don't know where this, this product category everybody talks about that Tim Cook mentioned. Well, no, he said that they were going to do a new product category in 2014. No, they said this year. It was on no, the conference call. It, not, not, they didn't say new category this year. They said new categories will could be coming next year, but they have lots of new products happening this year. I'm finding category. a quote now. Okay. okay. Follow-up. Follow-up. Um, uh, like real-time real follow-up. What are the other ones that happen in that show? What are the other noises? Let me find some of them for you. Um, no, you don't have to put them. There's follow-up. And, and then, you've got like... Um, Tips with Tichi and, and like weekly. Is that breaks. a thing? Yeah. Well, you tell me, Matthew. I do. I listen to the show. Right. Um, but I'm behind hmm. because Instacast for Mac doesn't work on Mavericks. Oh, okay. So our teams are hard at work on some amazing new hardware, software, and services that we can't wait to introduce in the fall and into 2014. Yes. In and then the his new product category thing was specific to 2014. Shut your mouth. Um, yeah, Gosh, okay. I don't even have an Apple show, and I know that. <laughs> that's my I used, to, I used to have a blog. Yeah, that's died. It's funny, if you, if you type in... Um, if you type in... What am I typing? New product category into Google, the first result is not... It's just It's all results about uh, Tim Cook. Yeah, it makes sense. I just typed in new product category this year. That was all I typed in, and it gave me that quote. So you typed in something wrong. Um, so if you want to kickstart something to help educate Mike about Apple, nope, we'll send you postcards. Only one Kickstarter at a time. I want to recap. <laughs> recap. Is, is that something you do on the prompt? Recap. Is that is that a five by five thing? Um, a, a, an RC, Mike. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm just, you know, just letting you. I'm just letting you finish, and then and then I can recap the uh, gift starter that we've been doing today. Heard that before. So, uh, hashtag Roger Moore tearawaytrousers dot com slash sixty three. That's going to get you a uh, stamped, numbered individual copy of the gift if it's ever created. If you create the gift, you will receive. How are we going to stamp a gift? You don't need to yes. worry about things like yes. this. Don't worry about things like this. We'll find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Um, they'll be individually numbered, uh, signed, Gifts. digitally signed with an authenticity certificate. You'll receive that probably by direct message. So make sure you uncheck that box and we can DM you. It's all tying back around. This is just beautiful. Um, and if you are the person that creates the gift that everybody will be waiting on, so no pressure, um, you will receive a trifecta of prizes. Obviously, we can only give this prize to one person, unless, I mean, if somebody does something super special to the gift to make it like a, Stephen Hackett wearing a t-shirt, or just anything a... really, there will be um, there will be judging prizes. So the first person will receive the trifecta, and then we will come up with subsequent prizes if necessary later on. So uh, we've got. Early access to Matt's Pigeon Scarf startup. Um, you will receive selfies from your favorite Bionic host and um, a gift, physical physical gift. Personalized to your life. Yep. So uh, I think that's about right. Mm. 
Mmm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mmm. Oh. Uh-huh. So when Matt's finished with his... Uh, I don't really know what that was. Uh, until then, so thank you very much for listening <laughs> to Bionic, I think. Um, you can find us online. I'm at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Matthew is at Matt Alex and M-A-T-T-A-L-E-X-A-N-D. Hope you caught that. Do you think they what? caught that? What? You're not listening anymore. Um, at it's Matt, Matt Alexander without the ER. It's the easiest way of doing it. Mm. 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 I like to live my life. La- la- uh. You like to live your life not in ER. I was going to say I like to live my life so fast that I don't even have enough time for my entire last name. Yeah, either or really. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks so much for listening to Bionic. Say goodbye, Matthew. Uh, goodbye, Michael. I love you. I love you too, uh, Matt Alexander. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I've got it here. Are we still going? Are we still going? Oh. No, we're stopping now. Oh. Are we still going? Yep. Okay. Oh, no, it's happening again. No, it's not. I don't have the time today. So you have to, I got I got their means. You you've got to do something really exciting to close the show. Um if you go to thinkup.com slash join, you'll see some exceptionally strange teeth. <laughs>